Welcome to shooting the shit, brother. This <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, we're coming what out that? firing. That's awesome. Spitting yeah. hot fire. This That's is great. Uh, this is shooting the shit with uh, me. I'm Dave, and I, uh, I'm Brad, and I also have something to offer you guys real quick. Uh, it's a little something I, I scraped up. Uh, just just a little intro music. You know, we have our own little theme, which I made on a phone. Um, so it's not good. But I, I thought maybe we can – do you mind if I pump us up real quick, Dave? Oh, I want to get pumped, buddy. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pump us up here. See if we can – how's that coming through for you? Oh, oh real good. Yeah? Uh, Are you digging this? Uh. Oh. Ready? I'm too tense. Here it comes. Here's the lead in. Recognize that song from the background? Hold on. We just need to. I want to get to the good stuff. I'm not quite pumped. Here it comes. Okay, I'm gonna cut it right before, before he, he gets um, offensive. Before he gets offensive, yes, he uses the R word. Okay, yeah, this is like it's a strange choice, right? Because that's probably the hardest word he says on the entire fucking album. Now, listen, I don't want you to start using. My apologetics for this album right now. Oh, sorry, sorry, um, because that's 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 part of that's that's what I'm really hanging my hat on here. So, uh, in case for everybody listening, um, Dave, you want to explain what we're going to do later on? I assume we'll do it later on the episode. Or uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, we yeah, don't want to like we'll save that too early for sure. We got to save that shit yeah. for the end. Uh, so a while back, uh, we debuted a segment. Uh, I think we we're calling it the Tenth Man. Where uh, one mm-hmm. of us assigns the other one uh, a piece of media to consume, and uh, then they have to <laughs> defend said media, uh, and that media will always uh, be a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, you made me listen to Creed's uh, second album. Uh, that was a delightful, uh, a delightful oh, audio journey, and was, uh, yeah, and now finally, at long last. Uh, I can't wait to hear uh, your thoughts on one Mr. Randy Savage, a.k.a. the Macho Man's uh, rap LP, uh, Be a Man. Be a Man. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good one. Yeah, I, I don't even want to. I've I've got some stuff lined up. I've got uh, I've got ex, uh, explanations for why why we might consider it. Uh, why the general populace might consider it not good. Let's we'll, we'll just that's the nicest way I can put it. Um, but you know, I, I've I've got like I said, I got I got a lot in the hopper. I got a few I got a few bullets in the chamber. Beautiful. To, to, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain exactly why the world needs to revisit this gem. That's good. I, uh, in anticipation, I just reloaded my Tito's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ready to go. I'm cranking. I'm cranking a ski myself right now. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, just a little bit from a little bit left over from last night. Last night I went a little. God, I, I didn't go hard, but I stayed up later than I wanted to. I was gonna say and, uh, I think I texted you at like one o'clock when I was at work, yeah. expecting you not to get it till the morning. Yeah, and lo and behold, you replied. I was like almost shit in my pants. Yeah, does I, I I assumed that when, when I replied, he's, he's you, you were gonna be taking it back. My phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I just. Um, like I said, uh, there was a couple people. Just the, some neighbors were were around, and uh, one neighbor just kind of we we're just kind of hanging out, chatting. Went a little okay. later than uh, I had expected, but I didn't have to get up for anything, so that was okay. Nice. Yes, sir. A delightful little conversation. So I don't like kicking people out of my house, especially if I don't have to. So. Well, I That's haven't it. found that to be the case. Okay. You've had no problem shoving my ass right out the door. I, I don't remember that. But. No, that hasn't happened. I don't know. I'm sorry. If there's, if there's no video, there's no proof. If Whatever, man. Sorry, if there's no video, Thanks it never happened. Along. Uh-huh. Thanks for playing along with the bet. Mm-hmm. Just make me look like an asshole right out of the gate. I'm not going to be made to look like an asshole. <laughs> with lies. <laughs> Deception. Fine. All right. Oh, hey. Uh, so I don't know. Do you remember the last episode we did where you roasted my ass for being a fucking rube? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time, bro. I almost did it again. <laughs> almost made the same exact fucking mistake again. Yeah. Have you like? I was just scrolling through fucking videos, you know, as people want to do, and mm. uh, I saw this one of uh, a robot like shooting guns, like target <laughs> practice and shit. Have you seen this video? I have not. Oh, dude. It's like these two guys are like out in the desert, some fucking like militia camp or some shit. Give mm-hmm. a fucking robot a gun. And then like it's firing at these fucking targets and they like shove it in the back to push it over. And it gets up and like still fucking like John Wick's the next fucking target and shit. <laughs> and I was losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, what is happening? I get to the fucking bunker, man. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this shit on the next pod. And then I was like, wait, don't be an asshole. Did someone do just, your research? Time out. Time out. Did someone just die at your house, bro? So you can hear that. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm going to have to. Yeah, it's like I have a door closed, uh, like a vacuum seal around it. And yet you can still hear. The 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 screams of I I don't know that's okay I don't, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's joy or <laughs> or or punishment going on but if you're not concerned I'm not concerned I no no it's this is just run of the mill stuff oh, okay all right good so, all right so yeah. anyway so I was like oh I can't wait to tell Brad all about this fucking video and lose my fucking mind and uh, I was like no wait he just ripped you a new asshole for. Just over an hour last week. <laughs> Let's take a step back, assess the situation. And I did a little digging, and yeah, it was fake. <laughs> Do your fucking research. God. So, you know, I'm a slow learner, but I, I did learn. The lesson sunk home. Yeah. After that furious roasting. Jeez. Well, that's good. I'm glad that, it, you know, actually, I, I would have preferred, I think, to. I, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have researched it myself. I mean, if you had brought it to me, I probably would have you know, been freaking out myself. Yeah. But and then just, and then you would have roasted me after you did the research and come back the week after it would have been a vicious fucking it, cycle. It was just, it was pure luck that I, uh, the, the version of the video that you asked me to look at last time 
what was on a website that had the description of where the video came from. That's it. You know, you just, you probably just saw it, clicked it. You're like, Oh damn, that's cool. Uh, without any description, but Correct. I actually, I searched it, I searched it and it was on a webpage that described what it was that was going on. So that's, that's the only way that it happened. It wasn't like I was trying to fact check your ass. I just Don't happened to lie. Don't lie to the people. <laughs> <laughs> He's always finding cool shit. There's no way this one's real. Fuck that <laughs> so, guy. I'm, I'm just trying to catch you in, in some kind of lie, some kind of ruse. <laughs> you know, I'm quite crafty. <laughs> this little bitch is going to – he's going to fall for this one again. <laughs> what a hey, 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 Brad, robots are going to kill us. Oh, my God. <laughs> sure, like – you know, shoot the wife and kids for fucking mercy kill and fucking living in a fucking bunker. But, uh, uh, hey, buddy. I may have made a small mistake. <laughs> Anyways. Well, so that did not happen. You lived and you learned. Mm-hmm. Although I'm still getting. I'm going to have to. Oh, no. I was just saying I'm still getting the taste of shit out of my mouth, though, from that big turn burger. <laughs> I was force-fed. You know, I I saw an, uh, another another posting of it from somebody. They're like, whoa, isn't this cool? But I think they knew that it was a fake. So or not, it's not even a fake. It's just a, you know, a, a, a computer-generated image. That's all. So I think they knew, but they're still saying that it was cool. But with having lived through your experience <laughs> with you, I, I kind of wanted to comment underneath and be like, no, you guys know that this isn't real, right? But I didn't want to look like an asshole, like correcting somebody on Facebook because God knows everybody loves No, you just got to do it to your best friend in a public venue. Grim <laughs> 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 chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yep. dude so i've uh i feel like i've uh i've finally got my finger out of my ass and back on the pop culture pulse these past couple of days buddy okay i've been oh that's good i've been consuming all sorts of of uh media that i've been wanting to check out uh um, finally getting around to stuff i know of one but uh do you want to share oh yeah so uh, been working on yeah man uh i watched the first episode of the new season of rick and morty finally okay fucking hilarious mm-hmm. uh through a series of uh misadventures uh rick ends up getting killed and uh he gets cloned back into his body but it's uh in his dimension he's stopped the cloning program a couple seasons back so he's cloning into other realities versions of him himself okay Okay. So the first one he he goes to is like a Nazi planet that they're all fascists. Like they're all in like fucking jackbooted thug outfits and shit. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Morty ends up killing the fascist Rick and shit happens and Rick ends up dying. And uh, the next one, he's like a giant shrimp person. But the guy's like really nice, and then it turns out that they're fascists too. And it just it just cuts to shrimp Rick running down the street, being chased by like dogs and spotlights. He's like, "When the fuck did this become the default?" <laughs> I was fucking dying. So uh, yeah, so if you haven't seen that, it's uh, it's still funny. I know people are tired of it because of uh, the obnoxious fans 
of it. You know, yeah. I hear from people who are like, oh, man, like, fuck that show. I'm so tired of these douchebags talking about it. Well, mm-hmm. you can call me one of those douchebags. I'm not obnoxious about it, but I do enjoy it. It does make me laugh. Yeah, I, I don't understand. You can say that about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's enthusiasts everywhere. So they, they, they say that like, oh, you can't see Rick and Morty. And then they have a Christmas tree up on October 30th. Like, you know, it's, that's not everybody's thing either. You know, like blaring freaking Bing Crosby down the street. And, yeah, so that, that annoys people too. So that guy I, I am one of those people. So. <laughs> That guy yeah, could swing right. a sweet sack of uh, Valencia oranges. Yeah. Do, do you know where that reference comes from? <laughs> I have no idea. He was actually – he did so – I mean just for was, everybody. Was he, was he a famous child abuser in real life? Well, well, it's it's actually a combination of – yeah. So we're talking about the, the Family Guy yeah. episode where, where Bing Crosby is swinging a sack <laughs> of oranges. <laughs> Won't leave so, a bruise but lets him know who's boss. Get away from me, old crooner. Um <laughs> He was uh, – I think there there was some type of uh, maybe evidence that he might have been a little bit abusive towards, towards some people. I don't know, family, whatever. Is but, it really abusive or just like uh, PC culture abusive? Like he like I don't know. spanked his Again, child I, once and he's I been I have no canceled. idea. That part I don't know. All right. But he actually was a spokesman. For like ad- advertisements for Valencia oranges. <laughs> you know what, yeah. dude? That show is so stupid, but it makes some smart ass references sometimes. God damn it! And it, yeah, That's I good know stuff. So yeah, I, uh, I I think I was saying that. I think I was just joking around with like my mom one day about like beating her with a sack of Valencia <laughs> oranges or something like that. She's like, what are you talking about? And I told the whole thing. She's like, oh, well, that makes sense. So you did do commercials for them. I was like, well, fuck me. That's dynamite. All right. I had no idea. It is. It is good. I know. It just, it, it adds that layer of depth to the show that you're not, you know, you don't appreciate. Dynamite. So, yeah, man. Fuck. So. All right. All right. So anyways. that was, that was number one. Rick and Morty. Okay. Uh, number two. Rick and Morty. Um, well, oh, excuse me. That was a vodka burp. Uh, sorry ooh, about that. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Oh, Lord. Put some stank on it, Ike. Big time. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to be I'm gonna be feeling that a little bit. Those IPAs are not good. <laughs> like, for really any part of your body, I just don't think they're All good right. for you, but. We'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. Tomorrow morning. <laughs> I want the beer poop update. I will text you as it's happening. You've got the bud mud. And it's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> so uh, what's your next what, – uh, what, what else did you dive into What else recently? did I dive into? So we signed up for that Disney Plus streaming service, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, man, because it's got all that good Marvel. Stuff. It's got all the Simpsons episodes. I know. I started watching one today. I was I was so pumped. I was watching one where he goes back to college. <laughs> the nerds. Yes. Oh yeah, that was awesome. You steal a pig in that episode. Yeah, I was. I didn't get to watch much of it because I had to leave the house, and I just turned it on. I just wanted to see part of something. Mm-hmm. Just like, mm-hmm. man, I can click through any season. This is awesome. And I put it on. Then the kids start sitting down in front of it. And uh, I, like I said, I had to leave, and they were staying there. And I, I had already, I was already out of the house. And I turned around, I'm like, oh, Crystal, you know, you can 
you can turn that off. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave that on for the kids. She's like, um, actually, I think they're kind of liking it. Nice. <laughs> like, excellent. Yes. Uh, so, you um, know, I have a big boner for Star Wars. Uh, a lot of love mm-hmm. for, you know, from a young kid before the bastardized prequels came out. And, You're speaking, you know, like, metaphorically, right? Like, not literally big boner, right? Oh, no. I'm turgid right now just thinking about it. Okay. No, I... That's okay. What I meant, well, I meant the big adjective. That's, oh, doesn't matter. Well, I mean, define big. I don't know. Depends on what the definition of is is. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I don't think this shit was relative. Listen, man, um, I've got no complaints. The wife says it's perfectly fine. <laughs> it is perfectly adequate. Yes. <laughs> you know, I hear big dicks are really overrated anyway. So. I know, I know. My wife says the same thing. <laughs> you know, the sorority girls are really clamoring for the plantain plantains. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so obnoxious. Uh, so I hate really. not being able to walk uh. later on the next day. I just prefer a, a nice one. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I've got a nerd boner for Star Wars, Wars. Mm-hmm. and uh, they started that new show, The Mandalorian, all about mm-hmm. you know, you know, Boba Fett, the Fett Man, was a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. This is about yeah. not about the Fett Man, although he does have a cameo in okay. the background of one scene. You just kind of see him; they don't call attention to him. Okay, I actually missed it, and then I saw a post about it online. I was like, "Motherfucker, I gotta go back and watch this," but um. Anyway, so I watched the first episode last night before I went to work. I was like, well, I could get to work on time or I could fucking watch Star Wars. And my ass was like on the couch. As Obviously, I was thinking. not even a um, question. Not a choice. Yeah, but no, it's good. It's good. I highly heard, recommend it. I've heard great things. And uh, I almost decided to put that on briefly at one point mm. this morning. But I just don't want to be interrupted by my children screaming it's, at things. Uh, or, yeah, uh, fucking kids, sorry. man. Get it. Get after it, brother. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, it feels very, um, very true to the established series. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's got like a sweet ass Western vibe to it though, which I fucking, I get a big fucking, well, I get an adequate boner (laughs) for Westerns too. Uh, uh, so yeah, like it's got a very like uh, Clint Eastwood man with no name kind of vibe to it. I mean, just just by the the previews and the posters that I've seen of it, that's that's what I was picking up, anyways. Mm. So that's and, good. Uh, yeah, they had some cool cameos in it. Um, Taika Waititi, the guy who directed uh, Thor Ragnarok, does the voice of one of the characters. Okay. Uh, he also played the Rock dude in that movie. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember mm-hmm. his name. Korg, I think was his name. I think I think you are correct. Yes. But uh, he he voices a an uh, a uh, you know IG eighty eight the robot bounty hunter from Star Wars. Yes. Um. So he's he's an IG model. Yeah. He's IG eleven, and okay. uh, he does some does some work. Uh, the director uh, Werner Herzog. Do you know Do you know him at all? Uh, he's done like a bunch of like regular movies. He has a bunch of documentaries. One you might have heard of was uh, Grizzly Man, about the guy who lived with the bears and ended up getting eaten. No, no, no. Well, he's just like fucking. He ate his own shoe once. Okay, on camera. Um, he lost a bet. 
and ate a shoe. Okay. Um, uh, dude, he's just like a fucking German guy, and uh, he plays like some. Uh, he plays a dude in it. Okay. And that was really cool. He's got like a very like evil German sounded. Uh, he's an he's an old man, but he sounds menacing as fuck. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I gotta watch it. So, I mean, I yeah, you gotta get in there. They just dropped the second episode. Okay. Um, I guess they come out every Friday at midnight. So okay. There's gonna be eight episodes in the first season. So fucking, I want you to get on that before next time. Uh, okay. I want to talk about it. Uh, okay, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, dude. <laughs> Fucking calm down. All right. Sorry. Guess what? Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Yeah, maybe you will. Wife, maybe you won't. Maybe fuck. The wife's out of town. Ooh. Don't fucking quote that shit. Me. Yeah. The departed. Ain't got yeah, shit to dude. do. I don't. I'm a free man until tomorrow afternoon. Damn, girl. I got the night off. Just painting the house white. Uh, <laughs> Bang that out earlier. Good to go. I was going to text you. I was like, ah, my my pre podcast preparations. Jeez. Took care of some business. Yeah, we we at the booze. We said, this, we said this last time. I think before the last mm-hmm. episode, same thing. God, mm-hmm. Ugh. man. Sorry, man. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I actually told you that uh, I had watched. I'm trying to watch newer things. I just get in a rut sometimes where. It's just like this is comfortable. You get those pacifier shows where you get oh, in, yeah. you you know every line, uh, mm-hmm. and, and and every and you just drift off to sleep. Yes, exactly. But mm-hmm. I've, I've been trying to branch out and do something a little bit, do, do something different. Uh, you know, I, I think it just it, it expands the brain a little bit, challenges you a little bit more. So I figured, oh yeah, give it a shot. And uh, we we watched. Um, it was called a plus one. I was uh, I was texting you about it last night, but it was pretty good. It was a uh, you know it was kind of rom comish, but not not in an obnoxious way, I guess. And um, okay. the uh, the female lead, I um, I'm in love with her. Not you know not not sexually or anything, but uh, her name is Maya Erskine, and she's just in like a lot of stuff lately. She's just been popping up as just little character. How did her last there. name start with? Uh, e. Maya Erskine, yeah, E R S K S K I N E. Um, I'm looking her but, up right uh, now. Nice technology. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen her in something else. Yeah, she's uh she's on a Hulu show that I think she wrote and created with her friend uh, called Pen Fifteen, and that show's oh, pretty. Heard of that. Yeah, that that show's pretty hysterical. Um, it's, um, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Um, and uh, there's another Hulu show she was in called, um, casual, okay. which very dark comedy, but I, I enjoyed that one quite a bit as well. Um, so yeah, like I said, she's been popping up everywhere and my wife is like, Oh, she's in this movie. I was like, all right, well she probably had a lot to do with, you know, the, the creativity portion of it. So let's, let's get in there and, uh, yeah, knocked it out of the park. Um, Jack Quaid. I'm guessing that's Dennis Quaid's son is also in it, and he does a pretty good job. How do you know he's so, not Randy Quaid's son? It, it, uh, just by sheer looks. That's it. Shitter's full. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know that guy's like lost his fucking mind, and he like flood the U.S. Really? Oh yeah, him and his wife—they're like crazy conspiracy people. He's uh, worried about a group called the Star Whackers, who he thinks wants to kill him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it. Uh, I always like I watch those movies like uh, uh, the uh, 
the Lampoon movies, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know him in Independence Day. And I just think, like, you know, he's such a goofball. It's nice to know that he's just acting. Like, I, I literally have to pull myself out of the movie sometimes, and just like he's he's almost over the top. And uh, you know, I just I'm like, well, at least he's just playing a character. And sort of find out that he's actually a whack job. Oh, he's crazy as shit. Yeah. It uh, just it really it really makes it harder to watch the movies now. <laughs> like, I think he like toned it down for the movies actually. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was on some serious like antipsychotics. <laughs> oh wow! This for this role, we want an actual crazy guy. Who? I don't know. Maybe maybe he's maybe he was better and got and got worse through the years. I would imagine that's how it must be. I don't know. He posted a sex tape of him fucking his wife, and they were wearing masks or something too. Ooh! I haven't seen it. I just heard about it. Now, did you check to make sure that it wasn't like uh, <laughs> fuck you? A, a fake. <laughs> you see that Randy quit <laughs> sex tape? I've only heard about it from another podcast I listen to. <laughs> you asshole! Uh, you didn't. I've been whacking off to that thing. I mean, Randy Quaid. Uh, his work. sweet ass, dude, just pumping. Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, Sorry, that was uh, d- that was a digital copy of Randy Quaid's ass. Sorry. Hey, however you get there, brother. <laughs> it was not real. I don't need to know how the fucking sausage is made. I just got to consume that shit. It was actually Jim Carrey's ass. Oh, it's even harder. So, mm. um, Ooh, that, yeah. So I mean, that's anyways. I watched that movie. It was a. It was filmed in Southern California. Oh, and the coolest thing that I that that really got me about the movie is there's a band um, that I really enjoy called Real Estate. Okay. And they they kind of classify them. I've sent it to you multiple times. I'm sure you didn't listen to it, but um, they're no, classified I think I almost. I did. As, oh, okay. It's like yeah. dream pop. That's what mm-hmm. some people call it. But like you know, you got to be in the mood for it. It's not something you just like put on uh, when. when you know, to go to the gym, you know, to go for a run or something like that. You know, it's more driving in a car on a, on a, on a nice spring day and the windows open or something like that, or, or, or driving along the beach, California one, something like that. And, um, anyways, the, the entire soundtrack was just their work. So you know, pulled from various albums. So it, like I noticed it the first time I heard a song, I'm like, I feel like I know this band. And then they played another song. It just like that was it was playing over the moment. And I was like, damn, that is definitely them. And every song after that was all them. So hmm. I was like, well, great choice in music as well. And it just it really added to the movie because the movie has that same sort of feel to it. It's very uh, it, it can get a little emotional at times, but it's it's pretty whimsical movie. So did you cry? Um, I just did you squeak out a few tears? I did not. Yeah, yeah I, it got a little emotional at one point. You know, place, bro. It, it, it's fine. You can tell me. I, I, I don't think Come I on. actually. I might. I, I started getting a little choked up, but I Fucking didn't actually. See. <laughs> you little bitch! <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> bitch ass bitch! Yeah. I cry over movies. Boo, boo, boo. Dude, one time, all right, I'm going to get real with you right now. One time I was watching a fucking movie at like two in the morning and mm-hmm. it got to the end and I cried like a little girl. And I was like, it's just not fair. Oh, man. I, that movie, 
Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was in a weird headspace. I, I was like, poor Forrest, he just wanted to love Jenny, and she was out <laughs> fucking everybody, and she got the head, and now he's going to live all alone. This poor stupid fuck. I can't watch that movie. I haven't it's, seen it since I was in like high school. It's too much. It's just too much. It's a great movie. I'm not taking anything away from it. But personally, I, I just I call can't it Okay, fine. Sorry. I, I forgot that uh, we're not all entitled to our opinions around here. So Yeah, fuck your opinion, bro. Oh, What's nice have to say? Um, yeah, man, I, I, get, I get choked up over freaking everything, man. I, I really insert myself into every movie. Mm. Uh, everything I watch, if it's, unless it just doesn't grip me, you know, if it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, just on or I kind of see through the – I don't know, just bad writing, that sort of stuff. But if, if if you put if you give me a plausible character and start putting them through the ringer, um, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind getting a little choked up. Do Dude, you, have- you know what? No, go last ahead. movie that last movie that I I got, I was weeping. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. like I had to hide my face because when I'm watching with a crystal, I had to hide in the fucking corner. Was fucking Endgame, dude. Endgame. I was I was what, losing it. Marvel? Yeah, dude. Oh, Captain, you got so old. <laughs> no, 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 not 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 that part. No, no, just Black uh, Widow. You and your voluptuous curves. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you were you done or? No. What part? What part made you sad? I haven't seen the whole thing yet. I've only seen the first half. Well then, who the fuck are you to even judge that? Oh well, my just god! Crying at a comic book movie strikes me as hilarious. That's all. I saw. I saw a commercial. That was. Uh, you're an idiot for even fuck getting you. emotionally attached. Fuck, don't fucking deflect Jeez. on me because you're embarrassed because oh, you cried to a fucking comic book movie. If I were embarrassed about it, I wouldn't have fucking brought it up. Now would I? <laughs> I am secure in my I fucking mind. That shit. I don't care. I I will fuck. I haven't watched it since. No, Is it because uh, Iron Man that, dies? Yeah, man, because of the Tony Stark uh, arc there, man. Like, yeah, I haven't seen that know, part yet, so I can't. I can't blame you. It's it's rough, man. Well, you know, because you, I, I, I knew he was gonna die, and then like right from the beginning, he's got like the the kid. You know, mm. he's got the kid. He's got the happy life. Uh, you know, it's like, and you know, he's gonna yeah, sacrifice the only, himself. You only give him that like, stuff just so they can snatch it away, dude. You should know that going I know. on. I know, I know, but it's still, you know, he he gets such a bad rap through the through the whole thing as just a billionaire playboy. He invented time travel, motherfucker. The dude deserves to rest. He's not the guy that will lay down on the wire and let the other guy crawl over you. That's hey, Brad. But he is. Brad. He is. I love you, three thousand. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> no. Don't you fucking do it's it. It's not your fault. No. <laughs> Brad, no. it's not your fault. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Shut up, shut up. I love cheeseburgers uh, too. <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, and I, I get that with a lot of things. It's it's all right. No, I get it. I like to think it makes me in touch with uh, with my own – what what I got going Regine. on inside me? I'm oh good one. Uh, <laughs> I'm 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 a self aware dude, and I I have I got no problem with uh, being. No, it's all good, man. Uh, I, 
That's how you get. I, I feel like that's what makes it creative. You know what I mean? That's you gotta, it, you gotta be emotive. Do you uh, oh. do you have anything you won't go back to? Because I definitely do. Uh, because it just like wrecked you emotionally. Oh yeah, hundreds, hundreds of things that I cannot rewatch um, because I'm just no, I'm good. Thank I've got you. I've got just the one so far. Uh, I watched The Fountain. Darren Aronofsky's The Fountain. Did you ever see that? I have not. With uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, Rachel Weisz. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this weird, trippy, like tree of life sci-fi shenanigans that takes place over multiple timelines or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the crux of it is, is that um, Hugh Jackman and Rachel Weisz are a married couple and uh, she's dying of cancer. And uh, he throws himself into his work. He's like a medical researcher. or whatever, he's trying to find a cure for cancer. And okay. um, rather than spending the remaining time he has left with his dying wife, he isolates himself away and tries to find a cure. And this is the end of her life. And like, it was just Oof. fucking like emotionally, like it just broke me. I was like <sighs> weeping. Like I felt like, uh, you know, you get that feeling like when you're trying to hold back tears and like your stomach, you just gets like sour and you get a fucking headache and like, Oh, it's just awful. I I actually I don't get that. I just no. Oh no, my I, god! I, I feel it in the back of my throat, and uh, you know, like like I'm swallowing air, trying to hold back the tears, and mm. just like like it's it's all mine's mine's in the neck region. It never okay. it never makes it down to the tum tum. Oh so. man, I was just I was destroyed after watching that, mm. and it was one of those ones where like I was like, oh, I like Darren Aronofsky. Like I've enjoyed like his like movies, you know. Requiem mm-hmm. for a Dream, who doesn't love a, f- a feel-good uh, romp? Uh, and, <laughs> oh, Jesus, that movie's depressing as fuck, too. Uh, 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 yeah, but I, mean, um, I was one I bought from, like, Hollywood Video or Blockbuster from their used DVD section for, like, five bucks. Okay. I was like, well, for the same price as renting it, I'll own it. I threw the disc away after I watched mm-hmm. it. <laughs> With my ex, my ex-wife, I was like, never again. <laughs> this thing made me feel things, and I hate that. I like feeling things. I just don't like – I I don't know. If I don't I don't even mind like a sad ending, but I, I need some type of – I don't know, some, something to, to bring it up at the end. Even, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of an example of, of one that I don't mind that's sad. Uh, because there's some kind of justification for the the, the downturn, but mm-hmm. um, you know, versus a movie that I just won't go back to. I I honestly don't know right now, but I'm sure if I started flipping through Netflix, that'd probably be three of them. I'm like, nope, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna oh, do it. Speaking of Netflix, I've got some bad news, buddy. Mm, you're getting rid of it. Yeah. So I got to pay for my own. Yeah. Uh, eat ass. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we uh, we did the math, and we're paying like fifteen bucks a month for fucking Netflix, and we're like, well, Disney Plus is seventy bucks for a year, so we're gonna do that instead. You bastard! So when does that start? I know. Uh, I haven't canceled it yet. When do I probably need to prepare? Ne- probably the end of next month. Oh, okay. I'll let it. I'll let it ride until uh, until I get charged again. Oh, I got and it. then. Uh, 
you know, I was January. Getting nervous. I was getting nervous. I was almost about to end the podcast and go and just create my own account. Well, the so. Witcher starts like next month, so I definitely want to be able to binge that before I get rid of it. Okay. I mean, I know I could watch it on the boot, but what's, not what's that much happening? Of a monster. What's, what, what's happening over there? I broke the lid. I'm uh, I'm sipping my cocktail. So, out of a uh, <laughs> scroll master comes out of left field. Nasty tells me I'm mate. <laughs> Evil jungle of I love. love butter stuff. Butter stuff. <laughs> butter stuff. Mm. I just More popped up a, a cover off the lid by accident while I was playing with it. Gotcha. Okay. I'm a little. I'm a little. A little shit faced, and I don't know my own strength. Really good for you, buddy. Yeah. Well, well, before you get too shit face, I, I, I know there's a video you want me to watch too, right? Oh, yes. All right, folks. Folks at home, uh, Google yeah, this video. We, I don't we want to tell you the title of it until you go through it, Brad, because it's, it's an emotional roller coaster in 40 okay. seconds. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think so, we need a, we've been talking about all this like emotional movie and crying stuff. I just feel like we need to kind of get out of the – the nosedive here. All right. So yeah, I'm going to have it come through the speaker. Um, let's see here. Get the thing and, and begin playing or not. It's not even letting me fucking play. Oh my God. I had it all set up just to, <laughs> just to do it. Oh no. Now we got macho man back here. All right. Tap to unmute. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. there we go. Lunchboxes thrown. Get off the fucking bus! Get off the bus! Oh my gosh, what's this? Get off the bus! 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 <laughs> it's not even a kid. It's a no. grown-ass kid. Yeah, yeah, it's a scurly oh. midget. Uh, <laughs> so, for the folks at home, if you just want to Google midget thrown off a bus, click the first video that pops up. Uh, it looks like this guy just heaves this fucking kid off a bus. First off, he hucks their fucking lunchbox off first, which is fucking <laughs> hilarious. It fucking like bounces down the fucking steps. We're talking like like in the middle of a street. Oh yeah, right? like, like a, a city block or some shit. A busy city block. Yes. <laughs> you hear the bus driver yelling, "Get the fuck off the bus!" And then this small waif-like figure in a fucking parker gets hurled out of the fucking bus, <laughs> and the bystanders lose their fucking minds. What are you doing to a kid? That's someone's fucking kid. kid. Yeah, and, and then it turns out that it's not a kid, but a fucking what's the PC correct term? Little person or a little person? Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't say midget now. We don't say midget anymore. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like a drunken, disorderly midget gets thrown off a fucking bus. That's awesome. It was hilarious. Good stuff. You ever see the one where like the lady is 
losing her shit on the bus driver on somebody else on the bus. I mean, this is total. This is total world star type stuff. She's just just going <laughs> ape shit. And the bus driver is this old man. He just he stands up and he's like, "Time to go to jail." And he uppercuts her. <laughs> Holy and shit! And throws her throws her off the bus. That's dynamite. Well, I just love. I love that he had the fucking catchphrase. <laughs> Time to go to jail. <laughs> it is the sharpest uppercut I've ever seen uh, by just like a, a, an amateur fighter. Fuck oh, Muhammad Ali great. right here. I think you can, you can probably just look up. It, it, I don't know. You might be able to look up. Time to go. I don't know if it's jail or prison. Uh, let me or take what, a look here. To let's see. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say prison. Uh, bus fight maybe I don't know let's let's try it. School was right now. Nope. Ooh, that's not what we wanted. That was terrible. A whole <laughs> bunch of horrible shit pop up. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. No. Let me see. Uh, lady, maybe. Time to go to jail. Maybe bus fight. Uh, yes, bus driver uppercut. You going to jail now? <laughs> oh, yes, that's good. It's a minute 50, but you really don't need any more. Right, of that. I see bus driver uppercuts female passenger. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Did you see it? Oh, no, I just locked the other Mine's still loading. And then drags her out by the hair. Uh, I'm gonna fucking add this play right now. Hold on, let's get there. Oh. Well, you know, whatever. It. Hey, if you're listening at home, if you're listening at home, look it up. with someone in a blue jacket. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's very grainy, uh, probably. Mine has like World Star on it. Uh, it's got somebody in like a like an orange. Is it like far away uh, from the fucking? It's like the back of the. No, bus. it's in the bus. Kinda, I guess so. It's like the bus yeah. driver's in orange. There's, looks like we're like uh, five. Let's see. Well, there's there's somebody else in orange. The bus driver stands up in blue. Ah! <laughs> you going to jail? Oh shit, that's dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people getting buck wild in the streets, man. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's dynamite. I remember the first time I saw that. I was just like, <laughs> holy shit, she got let the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't run your like, fucking I- mouth, man, unless you're ready to fucking back it up. Oh man. Yeah, I it, like uh, there are versions of it where it's you, you see more. Like she's pushing and shoving. There, there's a guy in an orange, like uh, um, not emergency vest, but you know, like utility type vest, and she's pushing on him. And yeah, so she pushed one too many times, and that's when you get uppercut. <laughs> so, anywho, well, that's that's that. That's uh, that's a little trip down YouTube lane. Nice, dude. Uh, so I'm not done, man. I'm sorry. You still had other stuff that you're doing. Yeah, dude. Uh, right, right, before, media. 
right before we started this very pod, I I paused a bootleg I was watching mm-hmm. to do this pod. A movie mm-hmm. I've been highly anticipating. Not playing anywhere near me, so I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to get it on the boot. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, it's the follow-up from the director uh, who did The Witch, Robert Eggers. Yes. It's a black-and-white film starring Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson. Okay. Those called are the, afraid. Called The Lighthouse. Okay. Have you heard of this at all? I have not. No. Dude, it's fucking phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal. It's about these two guys, like, in an isolated fucking... They're the only two actors in the movie. Wow. And it's like a fucking tour de force. It's about, like, isolation, like, encroaching onto, like, insanity. Like, I I had to stop it right before I think shit's about to pop off. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking... They're both giving, like, powerhouse fucking performances. Yeah. And, uh... Just like The Witch, where like a lot of the dialogue was taken from like documents of the time, a lot of uh, like Willem Dafoe, his dialogue was taken from like uh, like Herman Melville's writing. He's the guy who did Moby Dick and shit, mm-hmm. and like other like uh, sea captains like logs and shit of the time. That's cool. Yeah, it's very it's very fucking trippy, dude. Like it really it 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 creates a unsettling mood. And it just fucking draws you into it, like, uh, like the aspect, even the aspect ratio of the film, it's it's like old timey. It's, it's like, like almost 90, perfectly square. Ninety it's to weird. one. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I forget the actual. It's like one nineteen one or some sh- bullshit. I don't fucking. I don't know the technical stuff. I just know it's old timey as fuck. Looks like an old silent movie almost. Huh. That's cool. And uh, yes, yeah, so they're like lighthouse keepers. Well, one of the folks, lighthouse keeper, and uh, Robert Pattinson's his assistant. Um, this that is dude's like going off lately, tour. huh? Yeah, man, he's going to be the bat. I know, and he's in uh, he's know? in the movie like, talking um, about uh, the the king. That's all about King Henry V. That's on Netflix. Hey. He's he plays the the French king in that, and he's like, oh okay, yeah, he's he's being like he's got like long hair and he's got I mean pretty good French accent and he's just being a real bitch to the to to King Henry. And, He's like, no, he's he's really good in this. Yeah, that, the, his one line that I saw in the in the preview, he's like, he's he's talking to you know because it's like it's in the middle of the Hundred Years War, so like it's nothing mm-hmm. but fighting all the time, and he's talking with King Henry before they've like you know I think it might be like their first meeting or something like that, and he's like the screams of your dying in- English sh- soldiers lull me to sleep. Like, oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, that's the old time shit talk now. right there, man. Yeah. Looks like that could be yeah. Good too. So, anyways, like there's a lot of like dreamlike imagery. Like you see this fucking like mermaid. Like it, like so. Willem Dafoe won't let him up to the light in the lighthouse. Like only he's allowed to run the light. And like Robert, I don't. You can't trust Robert. Like Patterson's like we see it from his viewpoint. Basically, like we follow him. Yeah. But, like, there's been, like, hints and shit that he's unreliable. Like, I don't know, there was, like, a weird flash. Like, he's, like, skulking in the stairway of the lighthouse and, like, some goop drips down and he looks up and there's he hears, like, this weird, like, heavy breathing, almost like fucking Defoe's, like, cranking off up there yeah. or some shit. And then, like, a gigantic, like, tentacle, like, whips around through a fucking grate, like, in front of the light. Like, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Have you finished it? Oh, no. Yeah, so you no. said you're in the middle of it. Okay, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I've got, like, another half hour of it left. 
But like, so there's like, it's always like, there's a storm going on now, but like there's constant, like a fog horn going off in the background. Like, I don't know. It just it, like the pacing, it's slow. Like not much is going on, but like it, it really sets a fucking mood. Like, just like the witch, like this guy, like knows what the fuck he's doing. Like I will see everything this guy puts out. Yeah. Well, like just a fucking a, a great filmmaker. I can't wait to see it. Like I know shit's going to go fucking sideways. Nine? Like they're stranded now, but like I can't wait to get back to it when we're done. Oh man, it's actually playing by me. I would say go check it out, man, if you're at all interested. Like I I don't know if you're if Crystal will dig it like like it is slow, like the dialogue is old-timey, like they're like old New England fucking like sea dogs basically. Mhm. You know, like Defoe is putting on a fucking clinic in this fucking movie, though, dude. Mm-hmm. He has like one monologue I just watched where he's like cursing Robert Pattinson to be like consigning him to like the depths of hell, like Neptune killing him and like all this crazy shit. Well, he's a terrifying like, human he, being, anyways. He fucking, he's got like his huge fucking sea captain beard. And, like his eyes are fuck. He looks gaunt as shit. Mm-hmm. He looks like a fucking fanatic as he's like pronouncing. He looks like an old oh, fucking I, I, mad prophet. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So yeah, I, I I I see what you're talking about. Yeah, dude, it really it really evokes uh, like a feeling of like isolation and like detachment. I don't know. I just I'm digging the shit out of it. All right. Well, so maybe I, I can, recommend that. Maybe I can get out and check it out. Yeah, I'll just watch it on the boot. You got the same program I, I do. Don't you know. do that. I don't do that. Oh, sorry, FBI agents. <laughs> Anywho, oh. so that's what I've been consuming. So I just feel like I've been fucking relevant lately. Like, I never watch anything. Like, all I do is read my fucking Japanese fucking manga mm-hmm. or fucking comic books or whatever. I never actually watch anything. So. Oh. My son is trying to get in the door. Tell that kid to shut it. I might. I'm, I'm going to have to. Seriously. I mean, I love him. I've locked myself Fuck away. That kid. I've lo- is he talking about E.T.? Oh, my God. He's trying to get in. This is like a. <laughs> this is like the sh- Bring him in. Put him this on the mic, like bro. The Shining right now. No, the door's locked and I'm not going over. No. As soon as you open that door, there's no getting out at that point. This is the, this is the oh, safest place Lord. in the house. So you're in your panic room, right? <laughs> You've got it set up for podcasting. <laughs> it's my bedroom. I've got it set up for laundry. <laughs> That's it. I'm just sitting in a in a in a little rocker with a computer on my lap and a snowball in my hand. Well, it's better than your dick in your hand. I was going to say something like that, but I thought I'd keep it classy. But I appreciate you. Appreciate you finishing my thought, buddy. Mm. Uh, buddy, I hate to do this to you. I'm going to leave you for a few seconds. I need to go grab another oh my uh, energy drink God. to mix with my you didn't vodka even because give me a chance my to... Okay. Hey. Well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about what. Do you, did you want to get into the, the, what, what, what did you want to move on to next, man? I don't know, dude. Do you want to do you want to hit up the Macho Man I, before we get, or do you want to get into another heavy topic and then get to Macho Man afterwards as a palate cleanser? Um, hey, 
we'll, we'll let's we'll do we'll do the heavy. We'll do the heavy. We'll do the heavy. All so right. so I, I, yeah, right. I'll, I'll just I'll explain what we were talking about like last night. Is that what you mean? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Do it up. I'll be right. Back. All right. Okay. All right, buddy. Man. Hi, listeners. It's, it's me, your buddy Brad. All here by his lonesome in a room. The children trying to get in. No, so uh, you know, the other day, Dave and I got to talking. We we talk about it a lot the uh, existential crisis that befalls people of our age, um, maybe people of our status. I, you know, it's not a money thing. It's not a. It's it's. I don't know if it's an occupation thing. Uh, it's certainly not a family thing. So, you know, maybe I can leave this as a, I, can, I can begin this as just a disclaimer that anything that we're talking about, Dave and I really like our lives. You know, we got we got kids, we got wives, we got how. Yeah, we do. I mean, geez, you know, that's that, that's good stuff. I would say like 99 percent of the world would stab the closest family member. To be able to live in our particular situation, you know, I mean, there's I just nothing. spilled ice all over my living room. You floor. are god dang buffoon! You are clowning me right now. Oh lord, that's all right. I'll mop that up when we're done. Yeah, get all good. <laughs> well, you kids like them sloppy. We're uh, <laughs> gonna have wet socks now. God oh, damn it! Jeez, this is embarrassing. So Anyways, I don't drink much. The, <laughs> I'm out of practice. Give me a break. How do I do this? Um, yeah, the point is, though, you know, we've just been kicking around the idea that, you know, maybe we're, you know, meant for more. Then, I mean, for instance, I do construction, and I'm not going to say I'm a low man on a totem pole. It's it's a three man thing, but I have the least amount of experience between the the, the three of us, um, and. You know, I, I don't feel like I bring a, a lot to the table other than I can communicate in Spanish with some of the illegal people that we hire every so often. Um, okay. And, <laughs> and Dave, you know, uh, Dave also does, you know, physical labor type stuff, right? You know it. Landscaping yeah. and I uh, I make a hell of a donut, god damn it. He does. I've, I've had his donuts. And... <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't, tell how, won't tell you how I ate them. Um, Off but, my uh, body like a sushi girl. Uh, <laughs> 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 I had some different imagery, but yours is better. <laughs> uh, someday, buddy. Is, someday, yours is way better. Um, I'm gonna nail yeah. up my body so we get nice and smooth. Yeah, the donut's just gonna slide right off. Oh shit! Do some hot glaze on that. Wee wee! Here comes that big boner again. <laughs> big. Mind your adjectives. All right, you could probably fit two donuts on it. That's fine. Okay. On a good day. <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, you know, just you know, we've been kicking around the the whole idea of. You know uh, what? What what are we? What are we doing? You know what's what's the plan? Hey, you know shooting the shit is great, but it ain't gone national yet, and uh, not yet, not yet. You got you got to get viral. I know it. Um, we gotta go viral. But I mean, uh, what, what what's what's your what's your goal then? You know, I mean, I don't think I ever really asked. Like, what's 
is there something sp- specific? Is there a dream? Is there a dream job? Is there, you know, what what what's what what do you think? Like, if somebody asks you the question, what would make you happy? Do you know how you'd answer that, or is it is oh, it general? Christ. Is it specific? What do you think? No, dude. I don't know, man. I'm so fucking hopped up on so many fucking antidepressants, bro. Hmm. I don't know. Like, most days I ask, like, do I, can I even feel happiness? Do I know what that is? Jeez, man. This is a Like, it's, yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. I'm like, is this all that fucking life is? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my wife. I love my daughter. Like, I don't know. My jobs are not fulfilling. Mm. They're just a way to fucking pay the bills. Absolutely. Absolutely. My wife is a nurse practitioner and she loves her job. Mm -hmm. Like she likes to go to work. Like she told me once her job is her hobby. And I'm like, that's fucked up, babe. Damn. Like I cannot relate to that at all. Like I am never excited to go to work. Like. Yeah, my, my dad Whatever. my dad and I were have been discussing that and you know you hear people using the phrase if you love what you do you don't work a day in your life. And I work 6 days a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, uh, I mean I, I don't I don't despise what I do for for sure. It's it's not bad. It pays No, me neither. Well. So Yeah, exactly. You know, I wish I'm, I didn't have to work two jobs to make ends meet, you mm-hmm. know, but yep. such is fucking life, man. Yeah. The However, fuck? the idea, you know, just the idea of doing something was it bigger, I guess, that, yeah, that maybe I don't know. something that uses all of your, all of your talents, right? Something that uses every facet of your, of your person. Something maybe a little bit more cerebral, I guess, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Like, I don't. I think we're both like intelligent dudes. Uh, you know, um, when we want to be when we're not talking about dicks. Well, I mean, we can talk about dicks in a smart way. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if anybody can talk about dicks intelligently, it's us. You know, obviously, <laughs> we've done the research. <laughs> I've put in the hours, man. I've had my fucking pen and a pad. I've been in the lab. I've been doing that shit, putting in the reps. Clinking the beakers. <laughs> I got Bunsen burners. Ooh, I was going to say Bunsen burner, you asshole. I've been graduating cylinders. I've definitely I fucked a couple of science, those. I need another science cliche. Quick. Uh, <laughs> Avogadro's number. Uh, how many, uh, what's a moles? Was it fucking? Yeah. <laughs> the plank constant. All that That's shit, fun, dude. All yeah. that shit. And, but we all bring it back to dicks. It's fine. All about dicks. It's yes. for every man, bro. Yeah. We're all about the common man's experience on this yes. fucking mortal plane. Oh, Just whatever. Like, like, I don't go, know. Go for it. No, like I'm like I don't want to fucking like I don't know, dude. I hate like saying anything positive about myself or whatever. Like, that's not my bag. Uh, you shouldn't. But like, you shouldn't feel bad. I'm very well read. Uh, yeah, you know, like I know a lot about a lot of different things, and like, uh, mm-hmm. yes, I am a college dropout. I dropped out of college so I could get a job and get married to my ex-wife. Oof. Ooh, we. Uh, anyway, 
It made, Stings, it it. made sense at the time. You can't live in regret, bro. You got to take it all as no. a learning experience and fucking yep. keep on chugging. But like, I, I don't know. My jobs are not. I mean, a fucking trained monkey could do both of them on autopilot after three or four days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I'm not living up to my full potential. And uh, exactly. I know we've had many discussions. You feel the same way. Like, mm. ideally, I would like to do something creative, which is yeah. why I've, I've enjoyed doing this pod. Like, uh, it's been an excuse for us to fucking hang out and touch base and just ramble like we fucking used to when we fucking were in high school and hung out every fucking day together. First started making out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I hear you, man. You know, but it, like it, it's a good outlet. Yeah, it's, it's good outlet. Something, right? At least it's yeah. you know we're we're creating something. You know, mm-hmm. regardless if that something is uh, of any worth to anybody else, probably uh, zero. At least I'm having a fun time doing it, and fuck exactly. that's all we wanted to do in the first place. Exactly. You know, and if uh, you know we're having a fun time, we're entertaining ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's a bonus if anybody else gets anything from it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, you know, it, it's, it's been my thing for a long time that I feel like everybody should do that. Everybody should have something like if you, listen, if you love your job and that is your hobby, then don't, you don't have to extend yourself any further. Um, but if you are just, you know, if it is just kind of a run of the mill, I'm just doing my thing to, you know, like I said, just to get by for financial reasons, whatever the case may be. Um, Try stepping out and doing something. I don't know what that is. Um, Could be anything. You know, it, it's, it's, it. It, it, it's exactly. You know, maybe it's gardening or something like Whatever that. I, I don't know. Impulse is um, exactly. There's um like I was telling you before we started. Uh, I I read uh, a bit of uh, this the this like it's a it's a huge book and I did not read I just just excerpts of uh, Nietzsche's uh, Frederick Nietzsche's Thus Spoke Zarastra. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Zarath- Zarathustra. Zarastra is who it's like based on, and like one of the main themes that he goes through is like the idea that you have like. The animals that we used to be, man that we are now, and then like the Superman that we're supposed to be later on, and you get that the Ubermensch? by the Uber. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to stay away from words that you know, have that sort of Nazi. Uh, ah, there's good people uh, on both sides. Flair to it, <laughs> but but the idea is that you get there essentially not through art necessarily, but by like becoming a better person. And one of those things is like, not just, not just following the, well, I got to go to work routine. It's you, you do that by pursuing what is going to make you the best person. And that's how that, that's how we get out of just like being normal men, like run of the mill, like barely, barely better than apes into being like a better society, essentially, I guess a, a better you know, we become like this a super society, an uber society, when we're pursuing the things that we're passionate about, and um, you know that just kind of stuck with me. So even when I was when I was teaching, I would say the same thing to kids: like, man, what is it that you like to do? Do you like to play an instrument? Go out there and get on that. You know, play it. But you know, make a band. It might suck. Who cares? You know, write a book if that's what you if you, if you like writing, you like doing poetry. Nobody might ever read it, but. You're developing yourself in some way. You're going to learn. Yeah, the something. act itself has so, merit, regardless yes. of whatever yes. the reception may be. Reception is, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and that's that's. I feel like that's what we're doing here. Oh, most stuff. We're speaking into the yeah. fucking void. 
you know? It's mm-hmm. fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but you know, there's there's other ways of pursuing it. I know we we're we're trying that on our own. So oh, yeah. and, and together. So, you know, if, if you're a listener out there, maybe feeling the same thing. And uh, I mean, my my encouragement would be get out there. Jeez, kicking in the door, I guess. Let me in, bitch. <laughs> Here's Johnny. Seriously, he's trying. I'm going to beat him. I'm, I'm <laughs> Do you hear this? Daddy's drinking madness. Leave me be, Junior. Anyways. So yeah, I mean I hope so. I hope people go out there and, and you know make themselves better, you know? The, like if you have to come home from work and drink six beers just to like be okay with the day, you know? Try figuring something else out, you know? Like there's there's gotta be Your something liver will thank you. that'll make you happy. Exactly. I never drink at home. I've had uh, this bottle of Tito's I broke open today. Mm-hmm. I got for Christmas last year. I had to blow the fucking dust off of it. Wow. Yeah, that is not me. Yeah. So, but I just like doing it. You know what? Here's here's the thing. I, I don't know if it's like a personality thing or what. I like the idea of anything that is like out of the ordinary that I can put into myself that's going to change me somehow in my perception for the good. For instance – coffee i like coffee in the morning because it's, it's it gives me a caffeine boost you know i like i like beer because i know it just kind of like mellows out i like the taste but like it has an effect you know i like a protein shake because it's like it's like this is gonna this is building Get muscles cool. like exactly <laughs> you know like i don't i don't know why but like if you tell me that this thing has a property that is going to change your body i'm like ooh, let me let me try that you know i mean during during the work day i just drink water like all day so um well that's where we differ. but that's even a good thing too you know like if you, you know people like, you drink a lot of water it's gonna flush out your system you're a lot better for it like oh awesome give me more fucking water you know like if i have a purpose for putting it into me i want to do it i got high as a kite at work yesterday Nice. Yeah. Just fucking ripping down a jazz cigarette, as the kids say. Ooh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, the kids the kids do say the that. The kids say that, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm hipping with it. Yeah. You got, you got, you got your finger girls, on the pulse. You got Visco mm-hmm. girls out there. And then you got the jazz cigarettes that these kids are talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was in the shop playing mechanics assistant all day yesterday. And at coffee break, uh, a coworker was like, "Uh, you want to hit this shit? (laughs) And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) And I was coughing my fucking brains out like a little bitch for a couple minutes. You bitch. And then I was on cloud nine for the rest of the morning. It was a beautiful thing. Nice. Yeah, dude. There you go. And see, I would be the same way with that. I don't smoke, but if I were to, that's it's the same thing. Like I kind of like the whole vape thing. I'm a little scared of it now mm. because I feel like it's going to kill me. Uh, but I do even that. It's just like everything is going to give you cancer. It's they true. just came out with a fucking study that said if you drink soup or hot coffee, it causes cancer. Like, yeah. fuck you. You're going to tell me Campbell's is going to give me fucking cancer? Take yeah. my money, Crystal- Philip Morris. Fuck it. Who cares? Crystal heard that like White Castle burgers have like something in them that like the the, the you can buy them in grocery stores and stuff. McDonald's uh, has yoga mats in them. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter, dude. Everything's yeah, bad that's how you, for you. Fuck that's it. how you focus. That's how you get centered. I get you eat, a yoga, eat a yoga mat, <laughs> dude. I fucking binged on fucking Burger King yesterday. Mm, I had some McDonald's today. I was like, you know what? I haven't had any of this shit for a while. The wife's out of town. Yee! 
I'm going to get naughty. We're going to be literally two minutes from my house. So I was like, don't mind if I do. Original chicken sandwich meal, onion rings, and a fucking Whopper. Oh, my God. I ate it all and then went right to bed. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a running joke in my house that the uh, best way to burn off calories is to go to sleep. <laughs> For science, your body kicks into overgear when you're asleep. Yeah. Is what we say, uh, which is the complete opposite of yes. uh, any kind of factual uh, evidence. What you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. And I woke up and my bitch tits grew three sizes like the Grinch of fucking heart. <laughs> it was fucking beautiful. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Anyway, yeah, but so, so we got off onto this whole fucking tangent because like a month ago, I was listening to uh, one of my favorite bands from back in the day, uh, the Smashing mm-hmm. Pumpkins. Probably their greatest work, Melancholy uh, and the Infinite Sadness. Arguably. Yep. Arguably. The first album I ever bought with my own money. Wow. I bought it as a double cassette tape from Bradley's. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it back. I bought that and I bought uh, – the album that had uh, Poison on it by Belle Biv DeVoe. I don't oh recall the album. God. Wow. Good stuff. Yeah, dude. Solid buys. Uh, yeah, man. But, like, I don't know. Like, it just uh, – I was listening to it and, like, I don't know. It, like, kicked me into a fucking existential crisis. Like, just a sense of, like, ennui. Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it made me feel like I'm a fuck, like, imposter syndrome. Like, hmm. like I'm just, like, pretending to be an adult where in my heart I still feel like an 18-year-old dipshit who doesn't know anything. Like, is that how our parents felt? Like, feel? Like, I'm still waiting to feel like an adult. Hmm. Yeah, no, do you I, know I, what I, I mean. Like, no, I do, I do. Man. Like I've got a ten-year-old daughter. I'm on my second marriage. I've got a mortgage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like I've checked off the adult fucking boxes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But like I'm still flying by the fuck. I'm like I'm holding on by like my fucking fingertips to the edge of a fucking cliff. No, I uh, I agree. I I get the same way. I think the only thing that has helped me feel a little less childlike is that I play less video games. I guess. Uh, yeah, I can I can put that in the adult. I do too, but I still have all the fucking systems. Yeah, like I, I mean, got them. Like I don't know. We just both bought like the new Call of Duty. Yeah. Like I still haven't played it. Like I still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time to play it. Yeah. But if I did, like that's what I would be spending my time on. And like I read comic books, you cried at the fucking Avengers for fuck's sake. I know, I know. Like we're in this shit. Like I don't know. Like does is that just how everybody is, and nobody talks about it, or are we like the outliers? I don't know. I, I mean, there's no way of knowing unless we start asking people. But I would, I would venture a guess that everybody feels the same way. And you just have to. I think. It, well, not necessarily. I. I see a lot of kids that I used to teach, like these kids are like 16 years old and they think that they are grown ass men, like because they hunt, because they can like fix their own car, because they drive a truck, 
you know, because they're because they're truck they're they're crushing bush lights in the woods at like one a.m. Oh shit! Exactly. So they think this. They they have this. You know, it, it's just. I think it's just what you. It's that perception. You know, it's the it's it's the inception moment. You know, like, am I going to allow this to grow inside me? This idea that well, I'm an adult now because I X Y Z. You know, so you know, un- unfortunately, my. I, I just feel, you know, maybe as a teacher, I felt a little bit better because I was like, well, this is a career. So I'm on the path. And unfortunately, my brain just could not handle it. Um, but I feel terribly childish because I was like, fuck this. I can't do this. I'm going to go do something else. And it's a lot less stable, I guess, you know, from a financial perspective, if the market crashes, whatever, nobody's building anything anymore. I feel no, like yeah. I'm, I'm childish because I just threw away something stable. Because I, I didn't like it very much. Like this, like you know. Like, whereas, like you know, maybe an older generation would have been like, "Well, I don't give a fuck. You just show up and you smoke in the teachers' lounge and you teach for forty years." But I, you put in your forty years, then you fucking die. Well, and that's the thing. I feel like if you do feel adultish like that, you've killed something inside of you that says that I either want more or that there's more to this or something. So as long as you keep that perception in your head that there's that there's got to be more i don't think you will ever feel that adult ness but you know like, what i mean like is that a real thing like is there actually something more or is it like i thought yeah. of this like is this a, a byproduct of the participation trophy fucking generation where we're all fucking special unique snowflakes mm-hmm. we're gonna change the fucking world Yes. When in reality, we're all just fucking nine to five salary men, cogs in the fucking machine. You know, like I don't fucking know. I like, agree. Is, it, is that a real thing, or is it just something that's been instilled in us through our fucking upbringing? I think it's a matter of just what you do with it. That's that's it's it's up to you to write that story. If you if you're going to settle for you know like you choose it, and the one that you choose is the one that's actually the truth. You know, because that's going to be your ex- that's going to be your experience. If you just mm-hmm. settle down, you say, "I ain't going to fight for it. This is what life is: nine to five, cog. That's what you're going to be." If you say, "You know what? I know that there's more, and I'm going to go after there and get it," you you your action will you know will create your reality. And, you know, uh, I you wonder know. if uh, that was part of what contributed to the dissolution of my first marriage. Like, I was in a really bad place mentally, mm-hmm. in therapy, on meds, like, trying to pull myself out of this deep depression. And, uh, you know, I wonder if part of that was just because I was trying to tamp down those kind of feelings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. Like, I wasn't doing, you know, my ex-partner or myself any favors. Mm-hmm. By trying to live, uh, you know, this idealized life where we've got, you know, 2.4 kids and a fucking white picket fence and yeah, this and that, you know? Yeah. Oh, trying I, I to ignore any kind of uh, impulses towards anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, uh, I don't know. That's literally is just occurring to me right now. Wow. Well. Did I just have a fucking breakthrough? Yeah, we had some epiphanies, man. Fuck me. Guy, this, welcome to therapy, bitch. God damn it. I'll send you my copay in the mail, bro. 
How does that make you feel? <laughs> Makes me feel like a fucking failure. Fuck. Nah. Man, hey, as long as you realize it, you know, I wonder how much I'm, I'm the opposite because I've always thought that, like, I'm not trying to – I do I do try to tamp it down, use it to, to borrow your expression, um, because there, there are times when I feel like it's just being selfish. You know, like, am I being an asshole because I want to I wanna take two hours, uh, you know, or, or an hour a night, 45 minutes a day to try to write something that I want to write? You know, like, oh, you should be using that time for something else. That should be going into the your work or your relationship or now the kids and, and whatever. So but with with my ex relationship of 10 years, I, I, I do look back on that and say the same thing. Like, should you know, I, I was in some way trying to pursue that thing, but I was never, I guess, content with where I had gotten or I was never content with just the process, I guess. And so maybe that, you know, what, one of the phrases that was used as everything dissolved was, uh, I'm not like you. I don't want to save the world. Okay. I was like, ouch, ouch, you know? And I guess that maybe that's just what I project, I guess, is that I like change, man. Like I, I, I want, whether it's in myself or the people around me or whatever, like I want to see people, you know, hitting potentials and, you know, like, you know, not, not settling for, same shit every day. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if for some, some people enjoy that and other people, it's just like, can you shut the fuck up? Because, you know, I just want to do my thing. No, dude, I get it. So, I don't want this to be like every day is the fucking same as I fucking baton death march to the fucking grave. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, you know, I think it just, it's going to mean taking some chances, you know, taking some risks, doing something different, you mm-hmm. know, setting time aside to pursue, to just think, what the fuck do I want to do? You know, turning off the radio on the way to work and being like, where, what, what do I want? You know, what's going to change this? What's going to make things better? So, no, know, I can see that. Can I, but anyways, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. This has been good. I like, uh, I like digging into some real shit, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's nice to know that there's somebody else, in that same boat. Mm. That's it, you know, as, as, as opposed to just feeling like you're kind of either carrying a torch on your own or carrying a load on your own. It's, you know, it's nice to know that, you know, it's, it's, it's not just you. Yeah. Other, you know, that's the same with any kind of burden or anything. Like, it's nice to know you're not alone, you know, like, I wonder if it's more widespread than we think. Like, uh, Oh, I'm sure. You know? I mean, I, just just from the people I talk to, I I know it's got to be, you know. And I, I will say that there there's got to be levels of it. You know, some people, you know, can get by and are fine with it. You know, they, they feel like we do, but maybe not to. You know, it's not such an exasperated, uh, you know, like tension in their mm-hmm. brain. Uh, and I, and I feel like there's some people that you know, realize it, but just don't give a shit. You know, it's like work sucks. I don't care. Um, you know, I got something else I'm going to look forward to, you know, and just kind of, you know, maybe it's uh, you know, materialistic or it's, you know, th- there's, there's some kind of bomb that they slap on in order to just kind of get through the, you know, the eight to 10 hours of work a day or something like yeah. that. So, you know, some people have more control like that. I just, I personally don't, I just, I end up freaking out on a, you know, about like every three days, every week or so. By the time I get to a Sunday, it's like, well, going right back into this shit ain't changed anything. Mm. <laughs> I'm just like white knuckling my couch as I'm like watching the clock 
reach to bedtime and like yeah. oh, dude i don't know i feel like i'm just fucked like i have the yearning to do something but no mm-hmm. follow through yeah it's it's i'm going to borrow uh, a george costanza saying <laughs> um was, I think he used it for on, on breaking up. Okay. And I would say it's the same thing with, you know, getting into a groove with this. It's like trying to knock over a soda machine. It's going to take a few pushes. You know, <laughs> it's going to rock back and forth on you before you can finally get it to knock down. So, you know, it's it's like anything, like going to the gym on a regular basis or, you know, wh- whatever, whatever your thing is, just creating a habit, I think. So if you can get into that habit – see some success hmm. you know let that success kind of report back to your brain and spur you on to do better then you I know suppose, like, i think it, it can happen like i got all fired up for this writing project we were going to do like i had yeah. a cool idea like i did brain I've, I've read firing it. all over the mm-hmm. place and i've produced about two paragraphs so far that's true whereas yeah. you you like knocked out like a whole short story like within a week and it's like, what that's, the fuck? Like, that's how I am with everything. Like, I've always wanted to learn the guitar. Borrowed a guitar from my friend, sign up for online lessons. Like, hit it hard for a week, and I haven't touched it in a month. Hmm. Like, the, like, the urge to do it is still there. Yes. But it's like, well, I could sit here or I could do something productive. You know? Like, yeah. Sitting down is going to like win out every time, and I don't know if that's, a, if that's a product of me working like seventy hours a week for the past eight months. Like, yeah, you need some or, downtime, unfortunately. You know, like I don't know, like I've got one more week of my day job, and then I'm off until April. There you go. So I'm hoping, you know, just working a regular, you know, forty hours, albeit overnights, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be up and I'll have more time where I'm awake. Where I can do stuff, more energy. Yeah, that's the dream. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, when you do that, just I'm sure it's got to suck everything out of you. Like I, I'll do like a like a little second job type thing. Certain weeks we're just like flat out. We do eight hours in one place and another three to four somewhere else. And you know, by the time you get like at the beginning of that day, I'm like, I'm gonna get home and I'm gonna I'm gonna do something creative. I'm gonna do something productive. And then by the time you get home, it's like, nah, I'm not gonna do any of that. So your brain just changes. I'm sure, you know, physically and chemically, by the time it gets to the end, it's just exhausted and doesn't want to exert itself anywhere else. So, you know, it's just a matter of, I mean, there was a time when I actually, I had a job where they're going to, um, they're going to lay off another guy like you, you, the, the, that place that your ex worked at, mm. worked at. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to lay off another guy. And I was like, man, I could still make ends meet. Um, they, they were going to kick him off on a Friday and I just wanted to like be writing something like I had a great idea I thought for a book. So I took the layoff for the Friday and I used every Friday to make, make shit happen. Yep. So yeah, well you, you actually know, wrote I a guess. whole fucking book though. I did. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've got a book with one of oh. your stories in it on my fucking shelf at home now. You silly bitch. I know. Right. Fucking that's crazy. Like that's like fucking mind blowing to me. Being like, all right, I've got the idea. I'm going to actually follow through and do a goddamn thing, and then boom, here it is. I well, I got it as a Christmas gift last year. I've got a physical piece of media that you fucking produced. Aww. Like that's fucking nuts to me. You can do it too, man. 
I fucking guess, man. I don't know. That's the dream. I would love to fucking produce something. But I'm just going to keep bugging you until you do it. That's all. I'm going to be man. here. We need to be a writing duo. We need to come up with a sick-ass screenplay idea. Mm. And fucking make that shit happen. Crank out. And you then know? go write. That's it. Well, yeah. You got to have a clear <laughs> head first. You got to have a clear head. And there is nothing like the post, uh, your thoughts post come. Like that is like, you're like a fucking Jedi at that point, dude. You're seeing through fucking time. I disagree. I am like, it's nap time. Like, leave me alone. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Well, if you can, if you can, fight, if you can fight through the fugue state. The sleepies. You know, yeah. If you fight through that, you reach a clarity of thought that is uh, unparalleled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Man, I'm going to say something that disheartens me. All right, lay it on me. I, I think I think we've gone too long for the Macho Man. What? We're not. We're at one twenty six. One twenty six, man. We gotta come over at least a minute of that because I had to go take a piss. <laughs> I thought we were gonna go like two hours, bro. Do you gotta get going? I don't. I'm just. I'm just checking with you, man. If we want to do it, we can dig right in. So let's fucking get in there, bro. I'm fucking right. buzzed. I'm feeling fucking good. We've been getting in there to some real shit. I know it. And now I want to talk about some real shit. (laughs) I want to hear your review of Be a Man by the Macho Man. All right. So first off, the cover. It's glorious. If you haven't seen it, you're doing my job. Awesome. If you haven't seen it, it's awesome. The dude, Macho Man's looking tight. He's got a chain. At first... First, honestly, like this is the first time I'm looking at it. I thought he was actually hanging from a chain that he was swinging on, like in a Miley Cyrus, like uh, like wrecking ball type situation. But he's actually just holding it up. So my bad. I thought you were going to go for a choking stroke, sitch, like um, a David Carradine. No, no type situation. I went, I went a different direction. Um, so okay, so I, I, I'm hearing that a lot of people don't like this. You know that that they think it's it's just not. Um. Okay. Sorry, I just got a text. That I'm, this, uh, yeah. Anyways. Um. So, a lot of people think that it's it's not great. It's it's gotten some poor reviews. Um. And honestly, I just don't think that they've looked deep enough into it. This, it's surface level. Not not the best rap album. Okay. <laughs> That's putting okay. it politely. Okay. You get down under it. Okay, you got to get under it. You can't just take it at face value. So first off, I'm just going to run through um, a few of the tracks. Okay, so first off, we got Hit the Floor. All right. Oh, yeah. Bomb track, okay. Uh, <laughs> DJ, DJ Cool is is also he is featured on that track. Do you know who DJ Cool is? Uh, no, I had not heard of DJ Cool before I listened to this album. Okay, well, he actually did something on there. I was like, oh, I remember that guy. He had the song Let Me Clear My Throat. You know that song? Oh, really? Let Me Clear My Throat. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, that one, that that's guy? him. That's him. He's in it. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. So uh, he lets DJ Cool just flow on on, uh, on Hit the Floor. Tight. Okay. Tear It Up. Next song, Seamless Hybrid 
seamless hybrid of rock and roll and rap. Okay. I got to disagree. I've, I've, I've never, I've never seen anybody mash up a, a, a sick driving rock beat with a hip hop flow. Like the song, tear it up. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just you're apparently disagreeing with me. Well, that's fine. Everybody's gonna have to listen to this as well. I have, you know, I kind of had it queued up, but I, I don't want to do that. Uh, macho thing, okay. Uh, macho thing, macho thing, bro. Yeah. Head nods to great to, to some of the rap greats. Uh, he says uh, he uses the lyrics "My mind on my money." Yeah. Do you okay. do you know what what is the follow up to that line though? Uh, I don't remember. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Fuck. I don't know if he says "my money on my mind." I he don't think I, I don't think he says that, but he does say "I have my mind on my money." He also references Big Pimpin. Um, <laughs> he does, uh, and, and and what I've noticed here, this is a theme that I kind of wanted to save for later. But he is incredibly respectful to everyone, even during his diss track to Hulk Hogan. Dude, he does no, you not. cannot defend the Hulk Hogan diss track. The titular, the titular track. Be a man. <laughs> I was listening to this shit at work, cackling like an old bitch. Oh my god! Listen, he's respectful to the ladies all the time. He calls them lovely on on the macho thing. He calls them the lovely ladies. He doesn't, you know. There's no bitches. There is one no, love ballad on this track on this fucking album. There is also quite good. I don't know if I have that here. Oh, nope, I don't know if that. I? It's very good. This whole album. Um, oh no, I haven't. I haven't. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay, we got the "Be a Man" diss track. What I love about this, I've never before heard somebody uh, rhyme "scared" with "heard." It was <laughs> "scared" again. The <just> "scared." <laughs> Dude, the hardest. No, you're the hardest <laughs> diss he throws down on this album is "beat your butt." <sighs> I, oh, t- I see. I'm getting there. I'm getting he there. Left, he says beat your butt like 90 fucking times. So many times. So many times. <laughs> and his rap Don't even get yes. me started. So good. They it's sound like uh, boys to men. They're like, uh, oh, oh, at like at the end, you mean? Oh, oh okay. Dude, well, the rap guys, the rap guys sound like Ja Rule. They're very Ja Rule, DMX. They got a lot of that going on. I think it's it's a it's a it's a nice hybrid. I did of, of, DMX of, at one point while I was listening to it. I don't remember. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. Uh, you got. Uh, let's see. Get back. Great, great. Uh, that, like I said, that's that's I, my notes. My notes as I was listening, I was taking notes. Uh, great back is fire. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't describe anything as fire on this fucking Apparently. Animal. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what happens. It goes straight into Feel the Madness. Okay? That song is hotness. Okay? I have, again, in my notes, I was getting juiced. Okay? Uh, I was at the gym as I was doing this. I was trying to bench press. Um, and it just it – was, it was like an audible steroid, bro. Like – I was I wasn't feeling it. It was a long day at work. I listened to Get Back and then go right into it. Did it was like it didn't even stop right into Feel the Madness and dude, this track just it pushed me through. It got me. It's a good so you know as a, again overarching theme here. Great dr- gym album. It's pure adrenaline <laughs> and and on top of that, it's a party starter, bro. Like we like we played at the top of our pod here. 
Um, what, what do we have? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, man? It's a party starter and it's a party sustainer from from track Dude, one. I've never heard anybody like he can't stop talking about his wrestling career. I know, I know, which is exactly another reason that I love it because you know I think I think what happened here. You saw this and you're like, bro, you know, you're gonna have to listen to the mo- possibly the most garbage hip hop album ever 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 made with a celebrity doing nothing but self-aggrandizing and then using black exploit black exploitation to to the point of almost overt racism um but you would be wrong because this this right, dude, what? time out time hard out. on hands no, no stop hands down stop it. hands down stop it let me speak hands down let me the speak best the best I would like to quote the best one, Randy Savage. East Coast, West Coast, everybody worldwide, get your hands in the air, hit the floor, yeah. right side, left side, inside. Tell outside, us where you're from. Yeah. That side. Yeah. This side. Come on, hit yeah. the floor. Yep. Hit the floor, yeah. Truly good. a poet. Dude, this yes. album yeah, that's hits every that's early two thousands rap cliche there fucking is. It's exactly, but never has it been so. I, I used the word seamless before, so I didn't want to use it, but I'm, I'm going to use it again. Seamlessly infused with the wrestling genre. <laughs> so this, this album, dude, he is the pinnacle of. The wrestling hip hop crossover subgenre. <laughs> I think he's Nobody, the only one in that subgenre, bro. Which makes which makes him the best. <laughs> so. By virtue of being the only, you're at the fucking peak of Everest. Listen, man, it's a dangerous game to step out like this and, and to say, you know what, this hasn't been done. I'm gonna go do it. And he did it. And here's the other thing: it this thing, it's accessible. To to the everyman, you know, everybody knows what we're going through, what what Truly. he's going through. Now, li- listen, listen to this one. Here's here here's the ballad. I got the lyrics right here. He's talking to, he's talking to, to to his to his girl. Even when we fight, I know we're gonna work it out. Because the last thing I want to do is scream and shout. Rhymes came. <laughs> Rhymes came. Uh, I believe he Perfect. also right? says he knows you're not after Macho's money. And that that's song. true. Yep, I want to keep you happy, not just financially, but mentally, physically, <laughs> romantically, and I want right. Good. Who doesn't want to do that? Like, I mean, that's how I feel with my wife. And now, here we go. Here's 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 the best part. And now, this is where we get this is where we get the crossover. He's about to cross over here. I know it's funny because I'm usually slamming cats, elbow off the rope in a wrestling match, but. You see, you bring out another side of me. You got my trust to life. You never lie to me. Uh, I don't think I listen. I I'd like to write, but I don't think I could ever so eloquently infuse a hip hop ballad with also my my career as a wrestler. I don't think I could do that. And so he's done it. you're saying that he's more of a lyricist than Biggie. Where, where you know, once Biggie told us that uh, what, was, what did he say? 
the streets is a short stop. Either you're slinging crack, crack rock, or you've got a wicked jump shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're saying mm-hmm. that Macho Man's elbow off the top ropes uh, surpasses. They're coming from different worlds, and I, I would hope that you can respect that. Um, you know, Macho's writing about what he knows. And I, I respect that as an artist. You know, he's as an, do not call this man an artist. <laughs> I meant myself as an artist. But he, as an artist, you you need to write from the wellspring of your heart. And he sees this lady that he loves, and he's also in love with wrestling. And it's only natural that these two worlds should collide. Um, just. It po- so poetically worlds are in this song here. yeah um and then uh, finally here uh i have we've got you know uh, we've got the mr what was the song what that the the love one the love ballad what what's it all about what's it all about let me just go through this real quick i need to look okay. at the lyrics of this bitch because there was something i wanted to say okay well while you're trying to find it here um I'm just going to I'm I'm going to go ahead and kind of round this off. The the final song on this album is My Perfect Friend. And the this tribute. is a memorial this is a this is a memorial jam for Kurt Henning, aka Mr. Perfect, who I grew up with well, and loved. Me too. I hated Mr. Perfect. He was terrible. He's he was always a heel. Um but this is a heartfelt outpouring to a fallen brother. Dude, um, counterpoint. You know, I, I respect that. This is some bootleg boys to men ass shit right here. At the end, yes. Oh, dude, what I loved. I actually, um, it did. I thought I, there was some. There's there's a little bit of Timberlake in there. Honestly, like that's that's what I was feeling. Jeez, Louise. That's, that, that was my note. I definitely felt as I was listening to it. A, I was starting to get a little goosebump because like just the way he was. Just, I mean, he was just putting it out there. You know, here's a guy that's clearly broken, um, having lost a friend like this. And, there is uh, not a genuine emotion on this entire album, sir. Dude, this is a paint-by-numbers, early 2000s throwback hmm. to the late 90s hip-hop. Um, I want to I wanna just share with you real quick, if we could keep sharing here. There's some majestic wordplay in that Mr. Perfect song. He says— Lay it on me. I'm clinching and I'm holding on to memories. Talking about his his friend, uh, Mr. Perfect. Those are wrestling words. No clinching. shit. You're in the clinch. Holding often happens in wrestling as well. Yeah, but see how we can take that and and turn it on its head and talk about memories in the same way. That is some metaphorical genius. Meanwhile, you've got the backing track. I'll make love to you like you want me to every day and night. <laughs> Nonstop, bro. This is boys to fucking men, straight up. I don't know if this is the rascals, DJ Cool, or who is laying this shit down, but it is actually bullshit. There's another cameo by uh, by uh, Aja Aja I don't know AJA I believe her name is and uh, she has the voice of an angel. Um, and she, she goes, well, <laughs> "Fuck you, fuck you." Well, here's here's what I'm saying, man. Here's here's what I'm saying. You have just artists at the at their pinnacle of their game, like 
uh, Aja, Aja, we're going to go with. And you got DJ Cool, right? DJ K-O-O-L, right? Exactly, that guy. You have these people that have, uh, you know, artistic integrity. And they came into this project. (laughs) They came into this project and they're like, fuck yeah, Randy. We feel you and we want to be a part of this. I think you that's what paycheck, I, and they were like, "All right, don't mind if I do." I I don't think so. Uh, I you know they they probably heard some of the the first just snippets, and they're like, <laughs> like how, how, do I, "How do I get in?" I, I I would imagine they probably they are the last people standing after uh, a, a, a wave of artists attempted to get in on this album. So, you know, uh, again, like it, it's, it's between her voice and his experience. He is the world renowned DJ cool as he, as he, uh, puts it himself. Um, you know, that, that's convincing for me, you know, like if you, it, it's one thing if he just went out there on his own and just said, I'm doing this, but he was able to bring along with him musicians that 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 were game changers that we still look back on to this day and we say, you know, that Aja album was the rascals changed the face of music. It, it, exactly, exactly. You know, it's this. <sighs> so you know, um, what, dude. All right, fine. I th- let's call let's call it there. That's fine. I will say this album was more enjoyable than Creed's. <laughs> For sheer comedic value, I laughed at least two dozen times over the forty-five minutes of this oh, album. I did, too. I did too. It was at one at one point halfway through, I was ready to shut it off, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "No, we need to see this through." Yeah, and it repaid me in space. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. I it, it did. Like, are we done? Am I done defending this? Yeah, you're done. You've defended it enough. We're gonna agree to disagree. This album is a fucking dumpster fire in a shithole fucking disaster. I, I think I did a great job personally. I think I did a great job. I think I did a better job defending it than you did of supporting the the general consensus that this is. Um, a hot turd. Um, I couldn't. I, you know what? I couldn't really dig into it because uh, after listening to it, I do have a soft spot for this album. <laughs> as silly and ridiculous as it is, I can't say that I will never listen to this album again because I just might. Um, you know, I actually I was at. Um, I I had to be listening to it um, kind of whenever I could uh, in order to get through it all. And I, for some reason, I was humming one of the the riffs while I was at my daughter's gymnastics, I was just like, no, what are you doing? Like, this is not not okay. And I think it was the, are you ready song? I was like, there's somewhere in there, some, some hook. I was kind of, I was kind of hum along too. So, you know, I almost shit out my kidneys listening to that Hulk Hogan diss track. Oh my God. Everybody just, you know what? Search on YouTube or Apple Music or wherever you get your fucking media. The track called Be a Man. Just feel that flow, baby. But here, check out the end of this. This is place. Oh, it's man. Hard as time goes Dude, on it's so hard. Fade it out. Fade it out. No. Fade it out. Here, here. This, this is the end. 
You can't tell me that's not Timberlake right there. That's to men, motherfucker. No, dude, but it's so funny that he doesn't change up his voice at all. No, it, no. And he even, he like goes, ooh, yeah. Like, like he does multiple yes. times yes. on this album. And every time I snapped into a Slim Jim and I think I came in my pants. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's fucking sublime. <laughs> Oh man, I just I just don't like like I said, man. This, this is like he's the only white person doing this right now, and he's so clearly just like I'm gonna get you know, like you said, like every hip hop trope. I'm gonna try to find somebody that's gonna try to legitimize this for me. Like even like the backup singer, like the female singer, it like she she's a female, uh, she's a black female artist. Like it's just like I need. I have literally no street cred, and if there's another white person on this album, like I'm going to be sued. So uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, uh, it, 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 terrible. I will say so, that listening to this, I was putting it off. You know, obviously, it's been like three months since we've uh, done the last one, but uh, uh, it really reinvigorated me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm excited to uh, keep this segment continuing. No, it's good. It's good. I uh, I enjoy it. I like. I like. I like. I mean, it forces you to. Man, I don't know. Like this. This was obviously. I'm just trying to just put anything. Just. It's it's difficult to try to try to put any spin on this, but y- you know you do have to. I don't know, somehow, like you said, get a soft spot for, for whoever it is that's creating this to try to think like, why, why did you do this other than just sheerly financial? Uh, it's like, the dump truck of money that was backed up to the, his house. Yeah, but, but I mean, like at some point, at some point he must have thought like, I can do this. You know, he must have thought that at some point, like, did somebody just come up to him like, Hey, you want to make a rap album? All right. When are we doing it? Saturday? All right. I'll come up with some lyrics by then. You know, like, it's Thursday. Yeah, I got it. You know, I'm going to talk about wrestling and shit. Like, I, I just wonder if he was literally thinking, like, I've always wanted – you know, here we are sitting in our towers judging this man. <laughs> when, we're, when we're literally saying, hey, go out there and do the thing that you love. Maybe he never wanted to be a wrestler, but he's always just been a, a, a big hulking guy that can body slam people. You know, maybe he always wanted to be a rapper, and finally he's like, "I have the money. I'm going to do this." Maybe if that was his dream, God bless, God bless exactly. and Godspeed. You do you, Macho Man. <laughs> hey. oh, Anyways, Lord, all right, that was fun. That was, that was, fun. That was good. Uh, I don't know, bro. So I got feedback from uh, from a listener. Um, mm-hmm. Who's like, you know, the podcast is funny, you know, but he's like, you guys just sound unprofessional and like you, uh, you know, it's meandering. He's like, it'd be better if you had like segments, this and that. And I was like, bro, I appreciate the feedback, but that is antithetical to the very idea of this podcast. And that's how, that's why it was created. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like exactly. you know, if we have reoccurring segments, that's great. But like we've said before, we do zero prep. This is just two friends fucking hanging out, talking about whatever the fuck comes off their domes, and that's the way I want to keep it. 
I wouldn't say it's zero prep all the time because I had to listen to that album and then I write notes too. all the time. God damn it. So there wasn't zero prep. Let's not go well, there. Sometimes we, there's we, some prep, but I mean, some, we're not taking yeah. exhaustive notes and going through a rigorous outline every week. We ain't going out of our way. No. Nah. Nah. Exactly. Nah. Yeah. But I like um, that. Though. I like that this is just kind of uh, spontaneous, whatever. Exactly. What the fuck we want to talk about? Maybe one week it's a 45-minute show. This week it's exactly. two hours. Yeah. Sorry. You know – I was I was just thinking earlier this week after I watched that movie and that band like I mentioned that they were in there they do some weird stuff in their albums where like so far I know two of their albums pretty well and both of them just have a right smack in the middle they have an instrumental that's that's it there's no lyrics it's just like a real you know wavy instrumental I don't even know if they put drums in it just kind of guitars and a, and a backup and the and and at first I was like this is weird and now I actually really love both of those songs nice and. The point that I was getting from that was, you know, somebody's what 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 somebody's going to call as an outlier or um, I don't know, weird. You know, okay. they, they, they might they might argue that it's well, that's not that's not how it's done. That's weird. That's this is uh, you know you're, you're 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 doing things the wrong way. All you need is for enough people to like it, and then all of a sudden. You're revolutionary. That's it, man. You know? All right, time That's, out. Uh, time, exactly. out. time out. No, time out, nothing. There's no, there are no timeouts. Nah. We're just going to keep it running. Fuck that. No timeouts. We're almost done anyway. So forget your timeouts. We're not, this isn't, this isn't basketballs. This is a, this is a podcast. This is golf, people. There's no crying in baseball. Go back to your shanties. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to get high for this episode and drink. Uh, mm. uh, and I didn't, I just drank and, uh, I think that was the right move. Cause I am, uh, completely shit faced right now. And Good for if you. I was high on top of it, I would probably, the last 40 minutes of the show would have just been snoring on my ass. <laughs> yes. Drool into the microphone. Yeah. I'd be chewing on a fucking couch cover right now. I'm getting a little feedback over there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit Dave out. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, well, why don't you bring us on out, man? Then let's 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 do it. Well, why don't we wrap it up? We're gonna say we're gonna tell people out there that that we love them to get out there and do some art or something. And yeah, and what exactly. do you got? What do you got for them, guys? Uh, I just want you all to know you're all beautiful. Mm. I love each and every one of you, mm. and that's not the booze. That's me. From deep down in my black, shriveled fucking heart. Uh, you know, get out there. Fucking don't just be a fucking cog in the machine. Fucking find out what makes you happy. And motherfucker, go out there and do that thing, regardless of what it is. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. If you're like, oh, I would really love to abduct, rape, and torture somebody. Don't do that. Yeah. Tamp that down. That's no good. <laughs> but if you have a positive, creative impulse in you, follow that motherfucker for real. And, uh, you know, as always, I want to thank you all for stopping by to shoot this shit. And God damn it, if I can't wait to get back here and do it again real soon. Hugs and kisses. Bye-bye.